Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. But actually, today I do not have any batteries on the charger. I just thought it was time for another podcast. I've been uh, super busy with stuff. As you guys know, I've mentioned it on YouTube. I've mentioned it in the last podcast. But I've been getting a lot of stuff done at the same time. I just haven't been able to keep up with the normal amount of media that I would do about what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, the narcissistic uh, media capture and presentations have taken a hit. (laughs) I kid. No, uh, lots of stuff going on, you guys, and I am super excited because the SMT-10 build series that I've been working on is moving along finally. It's going slowly, painfully slowly, not because it's a hard build, but because of wanting to do the videos of it, and that set up making everything take longer And when I have time to do it, I might not have enough time to do it and record video, set it all up, get the memory cards in, batteries on, charging, or not charging, but recording, all of that. It takes more time. And so when I have a window of time, if I don't think it's big enough, I just don't go and do it. And I've also been live streaming it because there was a request to live stream the build. And so I'm doing the recording of it while I'm live streaming, which has been an interesting process. It's kind of like a behind the scenes and luckily, I haven't been doing too many mistakes when I'm actually doing the, the recording part of it because sometimes I'll have to record the intro or whatever a couple times to get it. But been doing all right on the um, the live stream, I guess, because I, I feel like I have to get it right. But I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm uh, working on that, getting it done. So basically, I've got my ESC in, motor in. I went ahead and used the Michael McKenzie hot racing uh, setup that I bought from him uh, for the transmission. I built the other one just to show people how to do it on the, the live uh, build or the, the build series videos. But I decided not to use it for a couple reasons because Michael had a slipper delete on and a 52 tooth spur gear, which means that I have more options for gearing it up for speed. Uh, because basically stock, the biggest pinion you can fit in there without drilling it out is 17 tooth. Now, if you put a smaller pinion or a spur gear on, you could, you know, that gives you more options because you have more room to slide it the other way. Anyway, I just want to give it a try. I'm going to try it with 14 tooth to start with, and then, you know, see how 14, 14 tooth and 52 tooth work together. So, That's where I'm going to start and then go from there and probably reach out to a few people, see what they're running, because uh, I am curious. But, um, yeah, so I've got that going on. The drag racing um, has been really hitting. The uh, DR10 is supposed to be out. I haven't gotten an announcement that mine is shipped yet. I had ordered mine through Horizon Hobby, uh, which is where I tend to buy a lot of my stuff. And so then you after you spend stuff there when you do buy online um you get like shipping 
free and stuff like that. So for pre-orders, that's kind of what I've done, especially with the coronavirus stuff going on. Because I also buy a lot of stuff from my hobby town locally. That's one of the, the places I go. I thought, though, if I ordered it early online, I could maybe get, get it in the mail early. We'll see. I don't know. Um, but so waiting to see if that's going to come in. I have a SDX 10.3 to build. That's in the garage. I did get one of the kits before they sold out. My uh, hobby town was already under closure, not closure, but they uh, nobody's allowed inside, and they're doing like order online. Then they send you an invoice through PayPal, I guess, and you pay it off. It works great, actually. I'm super happy that they've been able to do it. I've been able to purchase quite a few things still from them. Uh, and before it all hit, I wasn't sure what they were going to be doing, so I bought some stuff just to kind of support them going into what closures and downturn they might get in purchases so i got the typhon 6s uh blx i got a uh, castle creations motor system and i got the slate system which i actually need to find i don't know where i put that <laughs> i bought the slate system to go into my rock bouncer i think is what i bought it for then i ended up buying the scx 10.3 lots of things um so yeah there's a lot going on with that I'm probably going to do my favorite Jeeps are white Jeeps with like black, maybe top on it. So that's probably what I'm going to be looking at. I've actually been looking at them, the real ones, trying to find one that I might be able to afford. And uh, that's what I look for when whenever I'm looking at them. I want it to be white. I don't know. I'm, I'm, it doesn't have to be, but that's what I'd like for it to be is white with black. I just like that look. It goes back to probably like the old safari vehicles and all that in my mind um seeing the old land rovers and all that in white old jeeps white with the black top i don't know but uh so that's what i'm I'm kind of looking at i had one as a little kid actually i'm thinking about it the little jeep white one with the black it came with the whole safari kit but whatever hot wheels or um mattel i don't know what it was but um, so yeah, that's coming in. I've got, because I'm a glutton for punishment and I've got all these builds going that I can't get through. I also got a super Cloudbuster black edition coming in the mail, probably in the next day or two. So that'll be something I'll be building. I won't be doing live builds and I won't, well, I might be doing live builds, but I won't be doing, and I won't be doing the whole thing live. I just might do live streaming while I'm building, but it's not to show you the whole build process. It'll just be something to do to chat and whatever um, while I'm building it, talk through some of the stuff that I'm seeing as I'm doing it. But there's enough build videos of the Cloudbuster and the SCX 10.3 that I don't, uh, it doesn't do anybody any good to do it. Part of the reason of doing the SMT 10 build with this builder's kit is it's really not any re detailed videos showing it being put together. Um, I wish that I had a cleaner workspace that I was doing it at, but um, it kind of is what it is. And uh, my build videos are kind of messy looking, but whatever. It's uh, walking you through some of the things that I'm seeing that are issues with the manual, um, which are pretty small um, so far. And we're pretty much at the end. have to paint up the driver uh, platform, a little Lexan piece for the driver, mount the head to it, and basically put the wheels together. So, And then I'm done. Bind it up, get it out there, and run it. Um, so I've set this one up to kind of be a race truck. I did do some modifications and showed that what I would do as I built it. I didn't want to just build it straight up the kit because I knew these things were going to be changed 
and I wanted to show people what I think it should be. And I didn't go full out crazy, but I did do the lower arms. I went to metal vanquish ones. I did the axle tubes in the axles. It will need, in my opinion, the HD ring and pinion gears for the diffs. I didn't do that, but that's an easy change once I actually need it. Once they start clicking, then that'll be the change, <laughs> one of the first changes. But I haven't had issues once I put those in. It'll run a long time before you strip those out. That's the that's what I've seen at least. So, um, yeah, but I don't really bash them like crazy. I use them for racing, and they've lasted well doing that. And, uh, I mean, if you're going to be hard on it trying to freestyle, you'll probably go through them faster. All right, so what else have we got going on? Those, that's kind of update-wise what we've got going on there. You guys have been super awesome. We hit 30,000 subscribers on uh, YouTube. Super cool. Super pumped about that. Uh, the podcast itself has been doing really well, too, even though I haven't been posting because of, you know, I need I need space, and I don't like people listening in on me as I'm doing this, and uh, at least not like audience, like my, my family would ever just want milling around hearing me talking. I don't know why I have issues with that, but I just, it bothers me for some reason. And so, you know, right now I know that my son is over doing his ukulele lessons at my in-laws, which is on the property. My other son and my wife are downstairs in like, we call it like the, the sunroom or whatever. It's got a whole bunch of windows. It's an add on to the house that they put on before we bought it. I think it was the year after the house was built, they added it on. So it doesn't have H, uh, VAC attached to it. So it's hot in the summer and cold in the winter. And we just try and <laughs> make adjustments, but they're down there. She's on a work call. He's working on Google classroom. I'm on my lunch break. And I thought this would be a good time to just quickly go ahead and pump this out and tell you guys what's going on. Cause really this is a little bit of a behind the scenes, more detailed in-depth look at what is going on, uh, here with CCXRC things that we've got coming, things that we uh, have done. <laughs> so just w for anybody that's just looking to to take some time and listen and just hear what other people are up to in the hobby. So um, I will tell you one thing that's been interesting me because I was just talking about the DR10, and that was a segue actually to talk about what I've been seeing on the monster trucks then and now. I think it was. It's a Facebook group. Uh, but it's it's basically showing a whole bunch of monster truck stuff. And they've been showing drag racing where Gravedigger was drag racing against the jet truck. And then it was like the TMNT, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle truck versus Gravedigger. Drag racing on a drag strip. Super cool. And then we just saw uh, Son of a Digger when he was at uh, the Hoonigan compound when he was drag racing on the drag strip as well. So... Got me peaked. My interest peaked in thinking about these trucks. Like, man, it'd be fun to have some grudge match drag racing at some of the bigger race events that we have. So, you know, we're doing the, you know, solid showdown, no limit RC world finals. Uh, Trigger King has theirs. New York has their world finals. Everybody's got for each of their classes, their own like type of world finals. And I was thinking, man, it'd be fun to get up against some people and just straight line drag race in a parking lot or whatever with these monster trucks. So I don't know what that looks like, but I just think it would be fun because they get all wheeled up. And you know, if you, if you're not good on the throttle control or tuning your, your motor or your uh, controller to help you um, with your throttle curves. But 
Anyway, it just seemed like it'd be fun to just throw down against some people and just for laughs, drag race them and see who wins. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking it. I've just been watching those videos and it looks like so much fun. And so I posted out there. I know. And it, it, the second I posted, I'm like, oh, what about the hippies monster drags? So he does like a dirt drag course here up near Richmond area of Virginia. So it's even in my state, all the solid showdown guys, uh, they go there. The showtime guys, I should say. Um, and I don't know. I just blanked my mind, but they usually have some kind of jump and stuff in there. I just want it to be straight line drag like they're doing here on the drag courses. You know, doing it on cement would be even better. Um, I don't know. I see so many people shaving tires too and don't get to use them anywhere. It might be a good, good place to use them. And it doesn't have to be like brackets or anything. It could just be call outs, man. You know, just having fun. But uh, like an evening after party kind of thing, just, just for kicks. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Again, don't know what it looks like. Maybe it's its own thing and just have people show up. The thing is you always got to end up getting into rules and what, mo uh, you know, I don't think there really should be too many, but who knows? Cause once you get so powerful, they just, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would need some rules. I hate it when it gets down to that because everybody will start complaining Maybe I should just scrap the whole idea and the thought. Maybe it wouldn't be any fun. I actually think it would be. <laughs> just go for stupid speed with them. Wrecking, carnage, all that kind of stuff. So um, that was just a thought I had. And that actually was just this this uh, late last night. I was thinking about it as I was finishing up this truck. Getting ready for bed at like 3 in the morning because I was doing this live until 2. And then... Um, popped up and saw one of those drag videos and I was like, man, that'd be cool to do drag racing with these trucks. What would that look like? And, um, but yeah, hippie's been doing it. We've done it some with the retros. Cause that's basically what retro, the old school monster trucks were doing was straight line or drag race to the finish. But there was like crush cars in the middle. So it's not that different from what digger did on the actual drag strip. That was cement. Other than that, they get going faster that way. Um, so back to the 30,000 subscribers uh, and the purchase I made as kind of a going into the coronavirus shutdowns of everything. I went into the hobby town and bought the Typhon 6S. I've been wanting to get one of the another one of the 6S vehicles. Um, I have the Outcast. I love it. But I've been leaning toward, you know, the Creighton is something I've said I wanted for years and years and years. And every time I go to get it, I get something else for some reason. Something else uses that money that I've saved up. Um, it's usually something new that comes out and is like, well, for YouTube, it makes sense to get the new thing versus something that's been out for several years as far as people's interest and all of that. So that, that typically is what it is. This, however, isn't a new car, but I asked a few people like, what should I do? Should I get the Creighton? Should I get the Talion? Should I get the Typhon? The Typhon is kind of like the oddball out for me because I don't have any eight scale buggies that I run. Um, and they fly different, whatever, and they can do speed. And so it's kind of, it has my interest because I've been doing a lot more just, you know, piddling around the front yard and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, in the streets and all that, just ripping around just in front of my house when it gets muddy in the back. I thought that could be kind of fun 
Plus, it could launch. You know, if I have any, if there's anything that could potentially jump my fence, it'd probably be that. I always see people sending those things. Uh, and then it, uh, Ryan Anderson did his. I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, quarantine, quarantine, the quarantine challenge that he did. And Greg Sopa sent his flying and, um, you know, wrecking hard, but it barely did anything to it. And I'm like, all right, I, that's, I think what I want to do. So I actually reached out to him and said, what do you think? What should I get? Should I get the type? And he said, totally. It's one of his favorite vehicles. And I said, all right, sure. Let's, I'm going to do this. And still, even when I was getting, it, I was kind of like, do I really, is this really me? And, um, you know, I like monster trucks. I like big tires. I just, uh, I don't know if this is me. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hate this thing, you know? Um, but I did it, dropped the 480 or whatever it costs and brought it home. Luckily I already have a bunch of batteries to do success. And so put it in and ripped it, man. I could not believe the speed when I pulled it out in the front yard and I was ripping it around that that thing has. It's just quick. And maybe it's not that much faster than the other cars, like the Outcast or whatever, but it just feels faster in the way that it takes off and responds. And that comes down to the buggy handling and, and um, control of it. So took it to the backyard and we hit the send it ramp. And, you know, I barely hit it. I was not even maybe half throttle, and it just went flying. And I knew at that point that that was going to be my send it car. And so it's going to get built up to just launch. And so I did some stuff. I wanted to make sure I got some video footage of it. And then I went to try to jump the fence. And I landed right on the fence, right above one of the posts that supports the top rail of the fence. So there was no give. Literally, if it had hit like between two posts, that part of the fence would have flexed a little bit between them, maybe even bent the fence. But I landed right above the post and it bent the chassis just the littlest bit. Enough to pull out the um, the drive uh, shaft in the the center drive shaft, but the rear center drive shaft, and um, kind of jam it so I couldn't keep driving, which was an easy fix. I just pulled out the center diff, slipped it back in, and I continued to drive it with the slightly bent chassis. But I immediately put on order an M2C chassis, the Goliath chassis, so that I could just make this my send it car. So I got that in the braces. And so those are in. Now I've just got to find the time to swap that over. That's a whole nother build, basically, that I'm going to have to do. is tearing down a whole vehicle, moving it over to this other chassis, and rebuilding it. I mean, I don't have to build the diffs or the shocks or any of that. I can pull it apart in pretty big chunks, but it's still a pretty big hassle, especially if there's red Loctite in some of this stuff, which we've seen from Arma uh, in the past. And so... I'll have my uh, soldering iron already running, ready to uh, <laughs> to heat things up as needed. But um, that'll be coming. I don't know when I'll get to that. But I do want to make that my indestructible car. So like I said, I did buy another system for the, the Rock Bouncer. Um, I got a Castle Slate system. I just have to find out where I put it. So I have that to go in there. I don't know what I'm going to put in the SCX-10 III right now. Maybe that deserves the slate system. And I put in what I was going to in the Rock Bouncer, uh, which is like the Outrunner Holmes Hobby with the Sidewinder 4. I don't know. I just need to finish that thing. I did get some nice King Shocks for it and stuff like that. But I just need to finish it. And uh, the electronics are just weirding me out for some reason. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Just... Stick them in and go for it. 
but I really wanted to keep the scale look of it, and I'm just struggling. If I keep the motor, I can't put the ESC forward. If I put the ESC forward, I got to find out where batteries are going to go, all this stuff that I can't figure out what I want to do with this. So it's just kind of a bother. But, um, yeah, is what it is. It's not a big deal. I'll get it figured out. The Bomber 2.0 came out. And as I'm saying all this, I got a lot of stuff to work on here. So that I ordered up because I've wanted one. They've been out of stock. I love the new Savvy livery for it. They made some nice little upgrades to it. I don't think it's really worthy of the 2.0 name. I think it's more like a 1.2 um, where it's just little upgrades to version 1. But they haven't done anything significant, in my opinion, to go to. But I guess it helps with SKUs and, you know, whatever. Um, it does have different electronics. It does have some different things. And it probably makes it easier when they're selling it for people to know what they're getting. Um, so that said, I have one of them ordered up. Can't wait for it to come in. Ready to run. Savvy. And it it's just a 2.2 tire system that I've wanted to have in the Wraith or Bomber kind of lineup. I, I like the dual solid axles, just kind of my thing again. So uh, that is coming. We've got the Kyosho Mini Z trail truck, the little Forerunner four Toyota. That's still in the box. That was one of the things that I picked up from the Hobby Town. Um, their order and pickup thing. So that's going. And uh, I, I bought their stackable terrain. They're like 18-inch pieces and it comes with five of them 18 by 18 square so you can make like a three foot square little crawler course and i didn't realize it. i you know they hobby town sent me a message because i've been telling them i wanted them when they did come in and so they finally came in and said hey here they are do you want them i said yes i didn't think about it. i never really looked into them so i was shocked when i opened up the the, the box and they're like 75 bucks for it. So it's about $15 per square. But when I opened it up and it looked like basically the soft drink carriers from McDonald's was the kind of material like that recycled cardboard or paper or whatever that's in that thick form. That's what it is. They call it a uh, pulp paper pulp. And so it's like sprayed in or whatever into these forms and then they create these out of them and then they look cool. The rocks and you know, it feels rigid, but I, I mean, you could take, go to McDonald's and you know, four days getting drinks, whatever, and get these things and you'd have four of them and they're given to you for free. So the cost of them to be made must be minimal for them to give them as a, a service for carrying multiple drinks. So it's just kind of, I don't know. I just felt like, wow, I just felt like I got ripped off by Kyosho on this. I expected them to be plastic or something. I don't know what I expected, but I didn't expect, you know, like the the cartons for eggs or, you know, the carriers from McDonald's to be the material that these five-piece $75 um, <laughs> crawler course came out of. So maybe I need to repurpose the box just so I feel like I got even more out of it, make some kind of hill or something out of the box because it's a pretty big box that it comes in but that was kind of a little bit of a letdown I, and i know that the mini z lineup the stuff's kind of expensive it's kind of you know you're getting you know tiny little cars for like 200 some dollars or you know i don't know what the scale is 125th scale on them 
but they do have nice molded bodies. They've got licensing and all of that um, that go with them. But they're tiny motors. They're tiny. You know, everything's small about it, and it's you know, uh, you know, two hundred dollars for a setup. So I get going in that it's it's an expensive lineup, the Mini Z lineup. But man, I tell you, if I I felt taken. <laughs> that was my initial response when I opened it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. That much money for pieces of cardboard? Like boxes inside of a box? Looked like it was basically like supporting box stuff around your TV or whatever. But whatever. It is what it is. I don't know what that costs to make. Um, and I know it's probably a small amount of people that will be buying them. So I, that does drive cost up. So I hate to be one that complains about that kind of a thing, knowing that, you know, we're not talking huge numbers, probably that they ordered up front of them to be made. So to have that whatever tooled and yeah, they, they got to pay some of that stuff off somehow, but a little bit disappointed. I would have rather had like, bigger quantity of them at cheaper price and uh, in more people's hands. That's kind of how I would think about it. Uh, so going down my list here, um, the Primal RC, you guys, my favorite RC that I have. If I had to give up all of my RCs, I mean, it'd be a, it'd be a fight between my freestyle RCs, both of them, the Pro-C and the ZRD and the Primal. Um, those are my favorites that I have, uh, I got a lot that I really am attached to. I'll say that much, but those are probably my top three. Uh, and they are all monster trucks. You know, after that you'd, you'd have like the low C and the, the, the all the fifth scale stuff. I, I love the big trucks, the big cars. Um, my Jason Saunders build Michigan ice monster. That one's way up at the top there. I've got a lot that I'm really attached to and I would probably never get rid of. I'd never get rid of my, well, I mean, I'm saying if I could only pick one, but now that I'm not saying that, <laughs> like I, I don't ever want to get rid of my original grave digger, um, Traxxas. I could part with some of the others, but yeah. And downstairs, I'm only looking at the ones upstairs in my office downstairs. I've got like, I'd part with the max any day, the Traxxas max. It's a good car, but it's not, you know, it does what it does and it does it pretty awesome, but I'm not attached to it in any way. Um, the outcast anniversary edition. I like it. I could let it go. Uh, the low C tenacity DB pro. I could let that go. Max D SMT 10. Yeah, that could go. Bigfoot. Claude Buster could go. USA one Claude Buster could go. Um, the grandma digger Claude Buster with the ZRP race chassis, retro race chassis. I don't think I would want to get rid of that ever. I've got some bullheads. I would let go stuff like that, man. I wouldn't want to let any of them go, but not those ones that I'm mentioning, but the max I'd let go. Um, the mini T 2.0, I could let go. It's fun, but I could let it go. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I'm listing these off. I feel like I have to justify whether or not I, I would let something go. 
<laughs> I don't know where this came out of. This isn't on my list of talking points. Uh, so back to what I meant to say, Primal RC. That's where I was going. Um, I've been working on that thing, working on the shocks and getting it feeling really good. I lowered it by moving the shock mounts higher. I drilled through the chassis and um, it's looking it's looking way better. It it leveled out the um, the four link, which looks good. Looks more scale that way. Uh, I'm a little bit almost too much now, so I need to maybe put some preload back on my shocks because I went to softer springs, which those sink a little bit anyway with the weight of the truck and then the preload being all the way up. So I'll probably make some more adjustments. I do have some, um, so I'm, I'm running the low C 5T rear spring as the lower spring on the Raminator. I haven't found, I haven't done anything to the upper springs because it's a dual, um, dual spring shock system. And so I've only done the lowers and I put them onto the gold 6.8 pound, uh, low C shocks and they're really soft and it feels really good, but the rear kind of sinks a little bit more than I want it to on acceleration. It really dips back. So I've got the orange ones coming. I think they're like 10 pounds. Um, and so I'm going to try that and see what that looks like. I mean, I could probably just adjust the preload to help with some of that, but, um, I also am going to be ordering some 30 weight shock oil. It's running like 10 weight right now. But I think that if I go with the softer springs, but I thicken up the oil a little bit, I think I might like how that'll work with a little bit more resistance in the dampening. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Those are just some things that, uh, I'm looking at, but, um, it's definitely running awesome. I love that truck and it's just a joy to work on. I love the bigger tools. I love that things aren't cramped to get in there and work on. You've got some room and you're using big tools. So I just like it. I don't feel like I'm going to strip everything out on it. And uh, even had to back out one of the screws that broke off in the axle. And that's the first time I think my tap thing ever worked that uh the removal tool that i have for my drill and um came out no problem didn't need any heat or anything and so that was pretty cool i was really worried about what that was going to do for those axles and it came right out we've been airing it out pretty good and the next phase i think is ordering up some dirt getting it delivered here and trying to make some kind of monster jam style course in the background for a fifth scale so that's what i'm leaning toward you guys heard it so I need to get that and a probably a Bobcat like skid steer with the front end loader on it. That more like a tank style uh, steering because of how everything's set up in our yard and where the dirt has to be dropped off. You're going to be picking up and doing an immediate turnaround and going back into the yard. So it would probably save quite a bit of time and do more loads if I could get one of those instead. So that is, uh, man, that's the update for today for this week and um, man if you guys have anything that you want talked about you want discussed let me know I am working on lining up a few more guests to have on here um, through this and to talk to just about RC what got them into it if they're with a company kind of what they got coming or about products that they have that are out already that are just something that would be worth talking about 
let them give some insight into why they did what they did. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning. See who else we can get on the show talking. And, um, you know, other times, I mean, that was the whole point of this one in the first place was to give a little bit more in depth behind the scenes. Um, just kind of talk about what I'm thinking about and where things might be going and what we're, you know, hoping to do. Not all of it's going to come to fruition, but this is kind of just that mind dump space where I can let you guys know and you can respond and let me know through messenger, all of that kind of stuff, what you want to do, what ideas you might have for me to do with some of the stuff that I'm building, any of that. So if you hear something here and it sparks an idea or you want to talk like talking earlier about drag racing monster trucks, what would that look like? Is that something we should be doing? Let me know. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, maybe we try and get some guys to show up at uh, other drag racing events where it's already set up and see if they'll let us do a class with them racing monster trucks. I don't know. That's where, you know, <laughs> my idea just kind of is there, but I don't know how to actually flesh it out yet at this point. We did have one other thing before we wrap where I got um, somebody kind of coming after me about a photo I posted of the Traxxas Max uh, at the BMX trails here by my house, which I think is probably the last time that I went, which was back in October of last year. So a long time ago. And I don't, I don't honestly remember when I went last. I know I took the Creighton up there. I think it was the, the, either the tenacity DB pro which I think I ran the same day that I ran the max. I think I did that was both the same day and made two videos out of it. Anyway, I think that was the last time that I went because there's been construction there and a whole lot of crazy stuff going on. So I just have kind of avoided it. It's a pain to park and whatever at the moment. Um, but I, but I was running it mostly in the back area where like it used to be run down. Uh, the BMX people didn't go there anymore. We used to build some scale stuff back there. And people would come and break it. Just, I don't know why. You, they, it was intentional. Just destroyed, break stuff in half. Bridges, uh, flags, whatever. Just destroy everything that we'd set up. they just tear it all down. Um, so that's a whole different story. But his getting on me is just like, you guys suck. Let me find. I can find the post here really quick. I just did a picture of it sitting there on the top of a jump. In this area that was washed out, rained out. Not not recently, but the, all the jump faces had been just kind of worn out. Says so the Traxxas Max loves the dirt. It handles much better than tires uh, when the tires can slide instead of traction roll. Totally different animal out here on the BMX trails. Might have been my best best bash ever at Ipswich. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so that was what I had written. I need a quick drink here. And um, he... Dude smell my helmet wrote, this is an Instagram name. You guys suck and bring a shovel or broom and do some kind of work out there. We don't build the jumps for grown men to play with RC cars on. So my response to him, I don't have it here, was basically that, you know, I come from a BMX background. I know what he's talking about. I respect the trails. I respect the work that they've put in. I don't jump them when they're there because 
you know, I do think that they are, you know, they're BMX trails. It's for the guys on the bikes, and I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to get in their way of enjoying it. And I'll go find a different spot to run <clears throat> when I'm there. And so I just, and that's when I found this area in the back that I ended up going to a lot of times now because there were still decent jumps. Um, but, and I have, I've gone out there and I've cleaned stuff up. I've brought a shovel to reface some of the stuff. So he doesn't know what he's talking about with that anyway. Um, we've done a lot of cleanup out there, uh, raking, getting leaves and stuff off. Uh, and the main thing is that I've seen bikers out there take the, the uh, tarps off and just leave with them off. They just leave them and I'll go in and I'll actually put the tarps on because I know what damage rain can do to the jumps. Uh, being an ex BMXer who for raced for 10 years and I've seen on the tracks and I've had to do the work on a Sunday morning when you're getting ready to race, you get there and you see that it had rained that week and somebody had gone and they'd gone up the faces of the jumps and they put big ruts in it into the corners and all that kind of stuff that you have to then rake out. So, yeah, so I did post that. I did a screenshot of it, sent it over to Facebook for people to see like, Hey, here's the kind of the hate I get from the BMX guys. And a lot of you guys have said that you get the same thing when you post pictures, they'll come and they'll comment on you, especially if you put like, I put the name of the location uh, on it as well. And so anybody searching to see maybe BMX stuff at Ipswich would come across maybe the RC stuff, but I've never actually had any encounters with the people out there uh, because I do respect them in their space. And um, when they're running, I don't go anywhere near where they're at, but a lot of them will actually ask you, Hey man, try to hit this jump you know, do this or that. And so I'll come over and I'll, I'll engage and do that and, you know, launch the cars for them. But, um, only on invite over, uh, because I'd be over just jumping smaller stuff or little things, just running it through, uh, open areas. And, um, yeah, so it's just kind of weird. And so I said, basically when I was wrapping it up, I said, but you know what? I already can tell by the way that you opened your, your statement here and you ended it. Um, you know, what kind of person you are. You know, he just came attacking. So anyway, I did get a good response back from him to what I'd written him. And he had said, uh, sorry, I shouldn't have uh, said that you guys suck. That sounded extra mean. He said, yeah, I built a couple of short crawler courses myself and they get smashed. So he's kind of sympathizing with, with me now at this point. I guess people generally want to smash stuff. Uh, an RC track would be great out there. Maybe they're talking, maybe talking to the city about designating an area somewhere I'd help build. So he's kind of come around and you know, that back area, like I said, I know that a lot of RC guys have put in to redo that area because that's where we tend to go. One, it's more open. You can kind of run longer the way that it, it all loops together. Some of the actual BMX pump track stuff is hard to keep the, the trucks going for more than just one hit, one hit, one hit, come back around, hit it again, um, which loses its you know a little bit of its fun. But that back area where I like to run now, they've definitely done some work. They've they've put faces onto jumps. They've cleaned it up back there, and they always clean up when they leave as well. That's the, the other thing. But you know what? You're always going to get that bad apple, whether it's a BMXer, whether it's an RC person, whether it's just a kid on a bike that comes out after it's raining. He lives in the neighborhood and just puts ruts into everything. So, you know, attacking isn't necessarily 
you know, he came out his first, first, uh, intention i don't know it's but his first reaction was to to just attack that's the word his reaction his just first initial instinct was go on attack mode which doesn't help anything um you know and like i said we have our stuff that we do build out there that gets destroyed so we get it but we're not coming and attacking the bmxers and saying you guys breaking our stuff because we don't know who did it um and honestly, unless the RC people are going nuts or really mudding and all of that kind of stuff, they're not doing that much damage to the to the jump faces. I've seen it, you know, the the tire treads can do some damage too. But anyway, they just get wear and they need to be resurfaced anyway. Ours have a wider spread. It's actually different than where you'd hit with a bike and whatever. Um that's a whole different topic on whether they're destructive to it or not. Uh, I think maybe standing on the jumps or climbing them, walking up them to stand and, and run off them, that might cause some, you know, dirt to push away or whatever, break away. But um, so there's there's possibilities. But overall, when I've been out there, I haven't really been destroying anything. And in fact, cleaning up and trying to make it a better place. And so. I hope you guys are doing the same, but I did before he even mentioned the thing with the city. That's what I was telling some of the guys that do go out there is I actually think it's time that we start petitioning our cities and saying, Hey, this is a family thing. There's a lot of us out there. And if we try to come to the park a lot of times and drive in our seat, we're told we can't do it because it could injure somebody, whatever, but they want us to come. They want us to use their parks. They have all these wide open spaces that nobody uses, just big grass fields that all they do is mow every week, pay somebody to mow it, and you never see anybody using it. At least that's our parks. You know, they use it once a year for their big festival, and they put up tents and whatever out there and, you know, uh, food trucks and whatnot, and they do their big jamboree, like festival, carnival thing. But other than the rest of the year, it just it's a pretty unused space. You might get some dudes out there like dressed up in middle medieval stuff, hitting each other with, you know, wooden swords and shooting <laughs> some kind of blunt arrows at each other in some kind of a battle scene. I don't know. I've seen some weird stuff out there. But if you try and hit that wide open space with an RC car, they'll come and tell you that you can't run them there. And I just think that that's crazy. Um, I don't. I don't understand why. And maybe it it can tear up the grass. I get that. But why not have an area where it's okay to run them and designate a spot for us? You know, if that's at Ipswich and maybe that back corner, they want to call it a little RC park and let us kind of have free reign over making jumps and kind of bash spots. That'd be cool. Um, and just say, Hey, you can't come to this park, but there's a park with that set up, that's got an area for you to run. You can, you know, have your jumps and stuff set up there. It's good because most of the people that I've seen are, 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 you know, they're not destroying stuff. They're taking care of the places that they've been. And they're, uh, you know, a lot of times family stuff, you know, there's families coming out and running. So, or just a group of guys coming and hanging out, but it's not destructive at all. Just hanging out, talking, running the trails. So I think, I think it's time that we talk to the cities about getting spaces for RCs. They've done it for BMX bikes. They've done it for skateboarders. 
you know, I know they're not going to want to invest in it. So we're going to have to put in the time and money ourselves, but just to have a space where it's approved to use, I think would be huge. I don't know what you guys think about that. Let me know. We're going to go ahead and get wrapping up here. 45 minutes in guys of just talking. <laughs> and uh, there's always something else popping into my brain. And sometimes there's nothing popping into my brain. Like when I was trying to say his initial instinct, I couldn't think of anything. The words were gone. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a lot that we can download about all of this stuff. I'd love to hear from you guys what you think on my Facebook Messenger, Instagram Messenger, however you want to get a hold of me. Just don't call me. <laughs> uh, unless you tell me you're going to. I get a lot of people that just, like, ring me on Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger. I don't know who they are, and they're just calling me, and um, I'm having to hang up, hang up. Um, but yeah, I get quite a few of those video calls. I'm like, I don't know who this is. So yeah, message me, you know, calls not out of the option, <laughs> but message me first. But anyway, guys, thanks for uh, tuning into another while my batteries charge podcast while they are not charging and just, uh, hearing me out. So we'll catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs>